house prices are crazy right now. It can't continue. It can't continue. And but I'm, you know, if you go back in time, if you go back into the '40s, it's like. You're listening to the Right Club podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. Hello, Right Club Nation. This is Danielle St. Jean, one of the co-founders. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Have you checked out The Rock yet? What's The Rock? Well, it's the Right Club online community, a place where you can go to find your real estate investing and business answers and network with like-minded people. We have interactive forums, all the podcast episodes, and hours of videos with a wide range of real estate investing, training, and education, and much more. It's free to join, so be sure to come grow with us at therightclub.com. Now, on with the podcast. Welcome back, Right Club community. It's Alfonso Salemi here with my amazing co-host, Laurel Simmons. How are you doing, Laurel? I'm doing great, Alfonso, and it's a beautiful spring evening, and we're all looking forward to the summer, and we don't know when you're going to be listening to this, probably within the next six weeks or so, but uh, for now, spring is spring is pretty much sprung here, and uh, we're all looking forward to getting outside, right, and doing more stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am waiting for the weather to catch up with the red hot real estate market so that we can get some color on this bald head of mine and, uh, and get some nice tan and some sun rays. But uh, yeah, today we, we have a very, very interesting uh, conversation with Mike and Leanne Nicholson. Uh, they're up in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Uh, for those who don't know, maybe Manitoulin an Island close by there, right along the border of the U.S. So uh, really, really inspiring story. You know, they both talk about how, you know, they uh, have business backgrounds, entrepreneurial spirit. You know, they both got downsized or unexpectedly had career changes, right? And some of us maybe can relate to that where, you know, we have safe and secure jobs and then, I don't know, a global pandemic happens and maybe that safe and secure job isn't as safe and secure as you can. And, and that's what we're all about here at the Right Club, putting that control in your own hands, uh, really getting deep down, understanding why. Why are you here on this earth? Why do you want to do the things you do? Why do you want to invest? It's not about, you know, finding bricks and mortar and picking out floor tiles and backsplashes and all that kind of stuff. It's really about creating an amazing life for yourself, for your loved ones, for the families around you. Uh, and real estate has given Mike and Leanne that opportunity to, to fulfill all their dreams and help others now along the way. So really, really interesting podcast. Um, they're active members of the rightclub.com. They, they talk a little bit about it on the podcast, how they've been able to find so many resources and helpful tools. And that's something that, you know, I know Laurel tirelessly, tirelessly works, works at and, uh, uh, and the whole team really putting together the, the amazing right club community uh, website, uh, our events, our forums, the podcasts, our blogs, the right partners and service directory, where all the people, the right people, the right partners are right there at your fingertips to help you along your way. The marketplace and all the knowledge cache that we've, that we've collected over the years is right there at your fingertips. So if you haven't checked it out, please definitely check it out, therightclub.com. Rate and review this podcast as well. And uh, don't keep us a secret. Share this with your friends and family. And uh, yeah, Laurel, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm super excited. What, uh, what, 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 uh, uh, I don't know what the transition well, is. You know what? I, I think what, what struck me with the interview, and you guys will be hearing it in a, in a minute or two, is simply that um, 
they started out, they didn't know anything, right? They didn't know anything. And that's what, that's where everybody starts. You, you're not born knowing how to be a real estate investor and nobody is ever going to know anything or everything, I should say. And we all learn. Yeah, we make mistakes, but hopefully we connect with other people who've made most of the mistakes before us so that we can learn from them so that we don't make those same mistakes. As I, as I say to my, my nearest and dearest often, it's like, I don't mind making a mistake. I just hope it's a new one rather than one that many people have done before or even worse, one I've made before because then I'm really good at kicking myself around the block, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. You are the strength of your network, right? People say your network is your net worth or your net worth is your network. I don't know if they're interchangeable, but the network that we've assembled along with our amazing community, um, the, the amazing team that we've built at the Right Club is right there to help you along the way. So go ahead and make those mistakes. We're gonna support you along the way, but maybe learn from a whole bunch of mistakes that you know thousands of people have made along the way so that, you know, that mistake isn't as uh, lethal maybe <laughs> along, along the way. So. I think people's goal should be to make, to make mistakes that no one has made before. <laughs> Love that. Maybe, maybe there's a science fiction show there to, to, what is it, to, uh, to travel to mistakes that no one has <laughs> been to before. <laughs> reach new frontiers and be the first to make that mistake and uh yeah definitely mike and leanne talked a little bit about that they also shared some of their successes so definitely tune in and uh hope you guys enjoy uh this episode and uh yeah we'll see you next time on the right club let's, let's go to the episode hi mike hi leanne welcome to the right club podcast first of all tell us where you are right now so uh, we're in Sault Ste. Marie, uh, Ontario, so Northern Ontario, right on the, the border of Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hometown to both of us. <laughs> now, <laughs> at the time of recording, we're, we're in April. So do you still have uh, winter up there? It actually left um, just a couple weeks ago. And um, it, I just made comment actually to Mike that last weekend we still had snow, this weekend none. So we're done. <laughs> Good. Positive fingers, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> winter, winter has a habit of coming back, doesn't it? Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, it, it, we might get one more snowfall because I today I uh, took the snow tires off the our car and our truck and put on the summer tires. So um, I think we might get one more snowfall. <laughs> <laughs> it's just saying, Marie, that it's Mike's fault because he yeah. put the tires on. <laughs> yeah, that, that always works. So, so tell us what got you into real estate? Why did you get in real estate investing? I'll, I'll let you start there. All right. So it probably goes way back to, you know, the, the initial thought was years ago, I had an uncle who had quite a bit of real estate. Um, he did always did very well for himself. He was an accountant, a very smart man. And uh, I always liked the lifestyle he lived. So I was, it was always in the back of my mind. And then of course, you know, fast forward to uh, modern day, uh, you know, when we were looking for a first house, I kind of said, hey, why don't we buy a house with like a rental suite in it, uh, something that we can afford. And if we want to rent it out, we will. But we couldn't quite find that place. We were excited. We were buying our first house together. So, you know, we bought a house. A couple years later, we started having a family, a couple of kids. And then our next home, it was our forever home. So, of course, we didn't want a rental apartment in that one. And then years gone by, I, I kept bugging Leanne, bugging Leanne, um, you know, to buy a rental property. And over the course of a couple of years, I had gone through a job transition where, uh, you know, you 
had a fantastic job, fantastic everything. And you go to a meeting and then you leave and you no longer have a job. So, um, you know, I get a little package in that. You know, I was able to find other work, but it gets that ball working, right? Thinking, you know, what if that happens again? And then fast forward to 2017. And so 2017, I decided to take a career move, which um, should have, it was a, an improvement in my career. It's an advancement up. But just, um, and that was January 2017, as I progressed through the months, I kept having this pit, you know, feeling in the gut of my stomach saying, I, I don't like how I feel here. It's something's not right. The economy is kind of, you know, wishy-washy. I don't feel comfortable. And uh, I said to Mike, I said, okay, let's do it. Because if now I lose my job, not that we couldn't live, but I didn't want to go through that again to what we had to do with him to now me. And I, I don't want that. I want something that will help us along the way. So we started looking at properties and um, we looked and I said, fine. I said, but I want to know in this community, um, what can you get for a hundred thousand? What can you get for 200, 300 and 400? I want to understand what's going on here. So in one, one evening, our real estate agent set us up with 100, 200, 300, $400,000. And, and the $400,000 one was last. And I almost cried going through this first three. <laughs> it was, uh, no, 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 we're not going to be those kind of landlords. <laughs> and so um, it ended up into the 400,000 range where that was our fourplex. And as soon as I walked into it, I said, I can live here. And if I can live here, that's a good thing. This is what we need to do. So, and we, we did, we put in the offer, we, we got the fourplex and we closed in October of 2017. In November of 2017, um, I lost my job. So it was, <laughs> it, it was, the timing was wild. <laughs> wow. And then, and then the people around me are like, oh my God, you just bought a property. What are you going to do? And you lost your job. I said, no, that was the point. <laughs> we needed something. And now I mean, luckily you bought a fourplex, not just a single family home. Yeah. <laughs> which is a big, exactly. Problem. Yeah. I'm sure when you ran the numbers, I mean, even if, even if one of them wasn't rented for a while, it was still, it would still. Yeah. And that's what we looked at. Can it support itself? Even if one's unrented. Right. So um, luckily, um, within a month or so, I was back working again, but that's where it, it really started. And I'll let you talk more about it. Yeah. And then um, within a few months, we realized, you know, the power of real estate and especially with how we ended. And we thought, hey, we want to get more real estate. Um, but then we got into that traditional, um, we'd taken some equity out of our personal home. And, but then it was, you know, a few months later, it was, okay, now what do we do? Because now we're, you know, our, our mortgage is, is full up again. So we just decided to, you know, that we would have to wait for our next property. Yeah. And then um, as we went into COVID, Mike got antsy and I mean, what else do you do at the beginning of COVID last year? Everybody's stuck in homes and we still are, but, um, and he started researching again saying, there's gotta be a way, there's gotta be a way. We, we need to get moving again. Um, we need to get out of our nine to fives. We need more freedom. And real estate is the way, but we just got to figure it out. So Mike started looking at different podcasts and 
groups and you know mentorship groups and we landed on um well mike landed on mel and dave and um thought that was the best um what they had to offer and how they resembled us and um so we ended up we signed up and we um the 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 knowledge and what we got out of them was 100% incredible and that gave us that that drive to go forward again and and then we we purchased again and last year we purchased two single family dwellings um with uh, OPM so both of them with OPM so then we started that that momentum back again so I think that's kind of our story on <laughs> yeah that's in yeah, seven no, and a half minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, th that's incredible. Yeah. The short, obviously the short form version uh, of your story and, and definitely, you know, you mentioned Mel and Dave, they are right partners. So if you're wondering who are, who are they talking about, get to the rightclub.com, visit our right partners. You'll find Mel and Dave on there and, you know, they've helped so many of our community, you know, uh, achieve their goals. But I want to rewind just a little bit further back because, you know, you'd mentioned the end that you, you know, just before you purchased, or sorry, just after you purchased, you had lost your job as well, Mike. You know, you you know, just walked into a meeting, walked out with another expectation. What are some of the skills? Because nobody is born a real estate investor and knows everything, what to do, and how to close, <laughs> and who to talk to, how to build the team, and all that. Maybe what are you guys have? You know, a pretty strong business background. You have that entrepreneurial spirit that you know that a lot of investors that you know translates well. What are some of the skills that maybe that you brought to the table that innately that you guys are doing. And now what are some of the things that you've incorporated by building your team around you uh, through real estate? So let's first focus on you guys, some of the skills that you have that maybe someone that's listening to this saying, Hey, yeah, I'm good at that. I know that a little bit too, that has helped. Okay. So I think mainly when we bought our first building, we used, a, I don't want to say well-known real estate agent, but a good, real estate agent. He had a couple of rental properties himself. So he understood the rental market. So it was, it was finding that right person to help us buy our first property. Um, and then, you know, Leanne has a business degree. So, you know, once we got that property, Leanne looks after all the books, like she, I call her the Excel <laughs> wizard. So she has Excel spreadsheets. She tracks everything. She understands everything. I'm more the hands-on person. So, you know, I'm a, not a Mr. Fix-It Perfect, but I can do fairly good work. So I can look after, you know, if it's a, a leaky tap, you know, I can change a tap. Uh, renovations, we can, you know, we can go in, we can do painting. Um, sometimes if an issue comes up and a tenant calls, it's, uh, hey, is it, you know, <laughs> you need me to come now or is it, you know, need me to come later on? So it's it's identifying what your strengths are and, and what you can do. And I think a lot of it is, um, and then we've learned along the way is to keeping in your lane. So um, we have uh, tasks that we do. And like I said, I'm more the financial side, Mike's more the other side. But even um, so when we looking at properties, I'm the go-to person for the real estate agent. Cause it's like, I don't want the real estate agent talking to me then talking to him and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, stay in your lane. And then sometimes Mike tries to get in my lane and say, get out. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And same thing too, interviewing all the, the tenants. I do all that. I have a strong sales background, you know, 26 years of sales. So I always learned you have, you know, two years in one mouth. So, you know, when people are calling, it's, it's asking those questions. And I've learned over the years not to be afraid to ask questions. This is, you know, it's our property. It's our investment. So it's, it's you know, asking those people those questions and letting them talk 
you know, and they'll, they'll tell you about themselves and, and, uh, you know, get an understanding for your tenants. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey, Right Club Nation, I just wanted to take a moment and introduce you to today's podcast sponsor, privatebuyers.ca. On your team of experts, you're going to want to make sure that you have a great wholesaler that's going to bring you some great deals off market. So most real estate investors, they're struggling to find their next deal. Private buyers, they help investors by bringing them some off-market opportunities at under market value so that they can make more money. These discounted real estate deals are not on the MLS. They've been found by privatebuyers.ca who will then send them to your inbox. And they're also gonna focus on your criteria and your goals and send you some tailored deals that match your needs. It's just really simple, guys. Just go to privatebuyers.ca, fill out the form and start getting and seeing some available off-market opportunities. Privatebuyers.ca. Now back to the podcast. And now back to the show. Yeah, it always amazes me what tenants will tell you. Just shut up and listen, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like, ask a question and just the power of silence. Yeah. (laughs) Because people hate silence and they will it. So that's probably a great tip for somebody who's thinking about getting into, into real estate investing and looking for tenants. How do I do it? Just ask a question and then be quiet. Yeah. And let them go. <laughs> let them go. What do you have to do? <laughs> so um, I want to go back to something you said at the beginning too. You mentioned the, the term OPM and for people who are just listening and who don't know that OPM means other people's money. And I mean, certainly in, in my business with, with, with uh, my husband, we finance all our, our properties with other people's money. And I know, um, uh, Alfonso, you, you know, you're big into other people's money. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about how you stumbled over that and what you, what you thought about it when you were first looking and, and why you decided to go that way and, and what it's done for you? Yeah, sure. So I finding, you know, when, when we wanted to buy those next couple of properties, we figured it was going to be like a seven year wait until we had enough equity in our house and our our fourplex to pull money out again. Um, then we just, you know, the Melody program and it, it specializes in OPM. Um, we learned all about it. There's all different ways um, to use OPM. Um, I remember the first time we, we found a house, our, our first house, and I remember the first time we did approach somebody. And it was like, you know, we covered it off. We practiced back and forth with each other what we were going to say. And, you know, we had all the numbers in our cash flow matrix and our presentation and, I remember that first one, it was okay. Like, this is it. We're doing it. And we showed up and they're like, yeah, that makes sense. And we're kind of like, okay, <laughs> now what? Okay. So let's go, let's, let's do this. Right. And then we got the second one and then we've just, uh, bought our third property actually, uh, in Michigan. And that was our biggest house. That one was uh, close to a hundred thousand dollars of OPM. So going back again, talking about, you know, the power of your network, um, and meeting different people. Um, I, I talked quite a bit with Francois and, um, you know, he was the one, one day we were talking, I said, geez, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a hundred thousand. He said, well, you've asked for, you know, 30,000 before you've asked for 25,000 before what's, he says, it's 25,000, 30,000, it's a hundred thousand. It's either they're going to say yes or no. He says, if you don't ask, it's going to be no. <laughs> so I remember it was, yeah. And that's what I said, yeah. So, you know, I'm just, I can ask, right? And we did it. And they said, yes, it's, uh, it's, it's a powerful feeling once when people start saying yes, but the first one is very scary. 
I, it, for sure, it's really scary. And I remember the first time we'd asked for it. When you ask for money, you have to remember that it's not about asking for money. It's about positioning it so that you just say to people, if you want your money to grow, here's a great opportunity. Now, do you want to take advantage of it or not? And if it's not, okay, next, right? It's not personal. It's just, yes. you want to take advantage of this? You do great. And, and that point about you know, 10 or 25 or $35,000, absolutely right. $10,000 is hardly worth you know, make it picking up the phone and talking to people. And for people listening to this, it's, it's when you're just starting out, it's like, Oh, $10,000. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's really not. You quickly go to a hundred and then 250 and then 300 and then a half a million. Like it's just because as your confidence grows and you know, like things expand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Leanne's really good with, uh, I'll let her talk about the exit strategy as well. Yeah. Uh, and that was a big, that was a big, um, when we do talk to people, the first question is like, how, wh- what happens in, if, you know, you don't get the pull out of that property and you don't have that equity draw out of the property, how are you paying us back? And what we really learned with um, Mel and Dave is you have to exit before you enter. So you have to have that strategy of how are we going to come out of this? And you have to have different options because if option A doesn't pan out for whatever reason, you have to have other options to make sure those investors are getting paid on time when they have to get paid or even before, right? So it's instilling, and a few times we had to instill that confidence that in them that, no, this is our exit strategy. We're, we're exiting before we enter. Um, and it, it did, it made a world of difference when we did ask them and their confidence came up with us. Yeah, absolutely. And that story that you're sharing, you know, that first joint venture partner or investor that you're working with and you got the the yes and you're like, okay, what do we do now? Right. I remember that <laughs> feeling as well too, right. With an investor. And I remember I, you know, I was great at networking, making lots of contact, but I would only send opportunities out to like people that I knew or remembered or had conversations. So I was limiting myself. And then finally I sent out an email to like, you know, I think over a hundred people and I got multiple people answering back. And I'm like, oh my God, I might be on to something here, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's like I just found the electricity or plutonium or something, right? And uh, it's such a great way. And because you are right there, you're the ones that are actually going to be managing this project, making sure that it's going well. And, you know, sometimes I often get the question, maybe if you've gotten this question, is like, well, how come you're not putting your money in, right? <laughs> yeah, if I had all the money, I would, right? Yeah. But you can only limit yourself. Right. And, and you want and I love our joint venture partners. I love our investors and giving that opportunity as well, too. But maybe walk us through maybe some of the, the toughest questions. Now, obviously, that first one was a home run. They're like, hey, let's do it. Let's go for it. But maybe some of the ones that haven't gone according to plan or they haven't invested with you yet. Um, but maybe some of the tough questions or, you know, obviously exit strategies is one of them. But what other questions do you often get for potential partners that maybe are hesitant or not sure about you know investing in real estate the big scary thing right i think the the big one right now that um because we want we're entering now into the u.s market is is what our strategy is going forward now um and it it's detroit michigan is where it is so right away uh, so many people you say where are you investing detroit michigan whoa like boy are you like it's like whole of Detroit, Michigan is eight miles. Yeah. Like it's eight miles. Like, <laughs> but it, to try to, to tell them that, no, it's revitalization. It's, you know, there's a lot of positive happening in Detroit right now. 
And it, it, it really takes a lot of convincing that Detroit isn't this big hole that's going to suck your money away from you and people are going to shoot you. <laughs> and one of the other ones that will come up sometimes is people will be like, well, you know, house prices are crazy right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it can't continue. It can't continue. And, but, um, you know, if you go back in time, if you go back into the forties, it's like, I'm sure somebody was saying house prices are crazy. They'll never, they've never been this high. You know, in 1950, somebody was like, oh, I can't believe the price of houses. Have you seen them? They're, they're crazy. You know, 1960, 19, like it doesn't matter. Like real estate continues to grow. People who aren't in real estate, maybe they, they don't understand, but you know, they, they get worried that how can house prices keep continuing going up? So that's sometimes uh, one of the objections we'll get to. And I mean, what we always say is everybody always needs a house. Like, the housing market is never going to go away. Somebody always needs a shelter to live under. So it, it's it's one of those things where the economy is going to adapt and we're going to go. <laughs> and now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Right Club Nation, let's take a quick minute here to meet our sponsor for the week, Blackjack Contracting. They've been serving Niagara, Hamilton, and Brantford areas. And for the past three years, becoming the area's largest basement suite renovation specialist. That's right. And Blackjack works with real estate investors, both new and experienced, converting single family homes into multiple legal suites and renovating properties to achieve their maximum potential and value. Absolutely. And they've completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls and everywhere in between. They handle everything from permitting and design to final cleaning before you list your rentals. And they also have fully licensed electrical contractors certified with the ESA and take jobs of all sizes. Make sure to check them out at blackjackcontractinginc.ca and also follow them on social media at blackjackcontractinginc. And they say investing can sometimes feel like the biggest gamble of your life, but when you have blackjack on your side, the house always wins. So now, back to the podcast. And now, back to the show. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I, um, I was talking to the, uh, one of the chief economists of um, um, Royal Bank a couple of weeks ago. And um, he, he's, he, you know, he's talking about just immigration, right? I mean, yes, during COVID, immigration has stopped. But the plans that the government has for immigration, it just that alone, the tens of thousands of people come into this country every year. And yeah. just that alone will drive the market. Like there's only so much land. There's only so many places to put buildings. And we, we're going to go through an intensification process. And Canada still has a, a wonderful reputation worldwide. So people want to come here. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's the bottom line. People want to come to this country. And so we're going to have... Uh, you know, like I, I, a lot of people know that I, I'm sort of in the wine business too. I say I'm covered. People like to drink when the economy is good. <laughs> like to drink bad and they need a place to live no matter what, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So if I could come at it from a little bit of a, a different approach, right? So now you, you guys taken, you know, some time now, you, you, you're taking your courses, you, you had some life occurrences where jobs that you had were secure, weren't there anymore. And now you're well into your real estate investing career. You know, has there been any point um, or points that, you know, through anywhere throughout the journey where maybe you guys are looking at each other and going, oh my God, why did we do this? Or maybe an obstacle that, you know, that was presented to you from a property, a tenant, an investor, 
you know, a professional anywhere along the way? And, and how did you deal with that objection or, or that obstacle, um, you know, and, and overcome and essentially get better from it? Because that's ultimately the goal is right to learn from those mistakes. But maybe something that you can share that, you know, we're, we're talking rainbows and butterflies and everything's great and how's it going to go up? Okay. But there is the day to day. And I see the board behind you, right? The to do, <laughs> doing, and done. And it's not just as easy as moving the post its across, right? Yeah. What are some of the obstacles or hurdles that you've had to overcome along the way that you can share with the community? Um, probably some, you know, we, we have had some, you know, tenant issues. There's, there's a, uh, you know, one day you know, I get a text on my phone and I look at my phone and it, it says, Oh, Hey, uh, when I was moving out, I took some stuff out of the crawl space. It's soaking wet in there. There's a pipe off, right? And I'm reading this text and I'm like calling as quick as I can. I'm like, well, what do you want? I don't know, this pipe come off and there's water coming out. So, but uh, you know, kind of like a fountain. Kind of like a fountain. <laughs> and my stuff's all wet. Like that's your fault. Like, whoa, hold on. Like, you know, so you know, of course you rush over there and it was uh, you know, an issue with the sump pump. And uh, you know, we got it fixed, but it had been off for quite a while. The tenant stuff, you know, had been on top of it, knocked the pipe off. Um, there's a, a quite a bit of water damage there, and you you scratch your head and you you call your insurance broker and say, hey, like, what's the well, hey, uh, you know, you start reviewing while well, your deductible. I forget if it's twenty five hundred or five thousand. Well, okay, I, I hope it's not that bad. So it's uh, you know, called the restoration company, and uh, you know, they came and they were just swamped. There was a, a heavy rainfall. And they said, we can't even get here for like a month, you know? <laughs> so it was like, okay, well, you know, so I called, uh, you know, a friend of mine, we came in and, you know, we had to clean it up and uh, we were able to do it only it was a couple thousand dollars, but you know, stuff like that makes you think sometimes like, you know, man, you, you have a couple of good months and then you get this, you know, $2,000 uh, bill or $2,200 bill, like, you know, that wipes out, you know, a good portion of that, that positive cash flow that you had. So, you know, we always build in a maintenance budget, but, uh, you know, a project like that takes, you know, a good portion of your maintenance budget. I think in a, a, a different roadblock that we, we encountered was um, when we, after the fourplex, we, we bought single family dwellings because there was a big niche that we found in that and the rents were extremely good in it. And um, because we weren't incorporated at that time. So we had our, our home, our primary residence, we had the fourplex, and then we had two other um, single family dwellings. So we had four mortgages going and we were at the point um, that the, and we hadn't incorporated. So it's like, Oh God, like what, you know, we, we need to do something. And, but our mortgage agent at the time said, you're, you're topped out. Your ratios don't make sense. You're topped out. There's nothing we can do. And um, that's where we, we both looked at each other and said, no, there's got to be something. There's got to be a way. And incorporation is going to take a little bit of time, but there's got to be something in the meantime that's before we can start moving properties over which we, I mean, in hindsight, we should have really done earlier in the game. Um, and then in the network that we developed with um, Mel and Dave again, um, Mike started reaching out to people and saying, hey, are there solutions? And sure enough, you know, there was different mortgage people and said, hey, no, we can do this, this and this. You're, you're still OK. <laughs> yeah. Go, go if you want to buy. <laughs> yeah. And their mortgage broker we had specialized in just residential, you know, people buying a, a family home where when we got in touch with a you know, mortgage broker specialized in um, you know, rental properties, well, I, you know, I have companies that will accept you know, 80% of your rental income versus, 
um, a traditional bank that might only take 50%. So that opened up our eyes to, yeah. Well, it's just like you were saying at the beginning when you, um, you, were, you worked with a real estate agent who uh, understood the rental market and just like with mortgage brokers, right? You need mortgage brokers who understand what it is to work with investors because yeah. so there's a transactional mortgage agent or broker who just works with um, um, uh, people who want to buy one or two properties. And then there's the, um, the people who actually work with investors and they, know, they, <laughs> they get it, right? They get it. We call them right partners. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> We do, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what would you say, um, if you had to give, give one piece of advice to um, people starting out, what, what would that one thing be? I know it's a broad question, but what would it be? What would you say? So just starting yeah. out, who's just thinking about doing it? Um, make the right connections. Uh, you know, find a mentor, find somebody who's, actually doing it and who is currently doing it. Um, you know, learn from somebody who already, who's already, you know, who started out, you know, they can progress you so much further ahead. So. And I, I think don't quit making excuses and don't be afraid to, to take that risk. I mean, obviously the calculated risk that makes sense, but don't be afraid because, you know, time and time again, people are like, Oh, I, I wish I could, you know, be like you guys and buy properties, but we just don't have time or we don't have this and we don't have this. Like, you know, we had the excuses too. We overcame them. And now it's like, why didn't we do this years and years and years ago? So it's stop with the excuses. Just you know, take action now. Right. I love that. Love that. Great comment. Cause I think that's, we're so good at visualizing all the things that could go wrong and all the things and negative things and the impacts. And like you said, Oh, it's Detroit. And it's going to suck my money and all those yeah. excuses. So, you know, there's a question that, you know, I've been asking to you know a bunch of people lately, but if there was somebody, you know, whether it's in your area or, or remotely and with technology, it's a lot easier, but that's someone that's brand new and maybe listening to this podcast, getting into real estate investing, it's their first, you know, their first for, foray into it. And they called you and said, Hey, you know what? I really want, I really like what you're learning. Can I help you somehow? Can I bring value to you somehow? And in, in exchange, can I learn from you? Is that something that you guys would be open to? Oh, absolutely. Actually, <laughs> I just spent yesterday. We spent about an yeah. hour and a half. It was actually my cousin. She lives out in Vancouver. Um, actually, she lives in, in Victoria on the island, um, out in BC. And you know, she's looking at uh, buying an income property, like a duplex, because her daughter, her one daughter, is paying uh, like thirty five hundred dollars a month rent for like a, you know a tiny little place, and she said. You know, if, if the two of them can buy a property together, you know, she said, uh, you know, with the rent that they're paying, she was, I could help save her a whole bunch of money. She can contribute to the mortgage. I can contribute to the mortgage. And it can be a, a retirement piece for her. And, you know, we spent a lot of time on the phone and I've had so many people in the group help me out um, that I just, you know, love returning the favors. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a real win-win, right? When you can help somebody else out, you know, I've been helped out, you know, by quite a bit of people. I think, and it makes you, it, it makes you feel good in the end that you help somebody succeed. And I think that that's a good feeling in the end as well. And like I said, if, if there were people out there when we were going through it, that, you know, offered the help, we would have jumped at it too. Um, and I, I quite enjoy talking about it. And if 
we didn't, we wouldn't be in this situation and yeah. <laughs> doing what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. But helping others and making people succeed around you as well is just a great feeling. Yeah. And we're always open to, you know, joint ventures. Um, everything we've done so far is, hasn't been a joint venture. Um, but that's something that we might eventually uh, explore. And then also if somebody wanted to, uh, you know, invest with us, we'd be willing to, you know, show them the process, show them how it works in return, um, as well as, you know, pay them a fair interest rate. I love that. And it goes, it goes perfectly with the right club is all about, you know, towards the end of this podcast, we're going to ask you, how can the community get in touch with you and reach out? And it's not just to just say an email or a phone number. We really do want the community to reach out, get in contact with each other. On our rightclub.com community website, there's the connections that are going on. You know, even right now as we're speaking and, and as this airs or as you're listening to this podcast, maybe that's where you're listening it to on the rightclub.com. And the communication and the, the conversations, something that you picked up might be the last piece of a puzzle that someone needs and you might be able to pick up another piece of information for you to go start a whole nother puzzle, right? To, to start on the whole route. So make those connections, make those calls. And this is a great example, Mike and Leanne, they're saying, yeah, pick up the phone, get in touch, give me a call. We love that. And I think it, it embodies exactly what the right club is all about, sharing that information and experience with, with each other. Yeah. And I think, you know what, the other thing too, is that none of us knows everything, right? Like, it's impossible. it's impossible and there's still stuff that I don't know and, and I, I'll go to my grave not knowing everything and I don't expect to know everything and yet I do know that um, within one or two phone calls I can find the person who will help yeah. they may not know but they'll know somebody who can help right it's it's yeah. so easy all you have to do is ask for help and people are out there no so, absolutely so, Alfonso, should we get to our lightning round? Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Mike, Leanne, are you ready for the lightning round? Yes. <laughs> How many points do we get? <laughs> Ooh, bonus points, bonus points. <laughs> this week's lightning round is brought to you by Butler Mortgages, Canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row. If you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home, reach out to Daniel Patton and Michael Zanzini from Butler Mortgages. You can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one 888 and check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. Okay, I'm going to ask the first question and it's really, these are not hard questions, but we just want your first answer. Don't think about it, just, you know. So question number one. What's the best advice you've ever received from another investor or at a networking event? Ask, ask for advice, ask for money, ask for tips, ask. If you don't ask, um, you know, the answer is always no. <laughs> nice. Leanne, how about yourself? Anything to add there? Um, I think don't take no for an answer. There's, there's a way. Absolutely. Don't let those wall. It's not a wall, right? You can go through yeah. it, around it, over it. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a that. way. Yeah. That's right. Kool-Aid man, just go through the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, Kool-Aid man. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question number two. What 
is your favorite resource for real estate investing? And that could be anything, a book, a training, any, anything, a resource that you guys find valuable for real estate investing. Um, in all honesty, I'm going to go back to the mentorship group of Mel and Dave, the resource of all of the people that are in that group. And, uh, and like you said, we can at any time find somebody. Francois and Jennifer have been fabulous with us. And there's all different, or they can point us into different directions. And there's so many resources that we pulled out of that group that we wouldn't be where we are today, investing in the States now and doing what we're doing. And mine would probably be a uh, shameless plug, uh, the, the right club. Um, <laughs> no, we've had really good success with <laughs> you guys. I, I probably haven't even mentioned it, but uh, you know, from watching some of the podcasts, I've read, reached out to uh, Ella at the hub. Um, we just did some insurance. She saved us uh, $700 on, on our two, uh, two of our properties. Um, and on the personal side, they're actually quoting out our personal insurance. And I think they're going to save us some money there. Um, we're using a, uh, to going into the States, we're using uh, usproperties.ca. So uh, James and Boyd Tech. Um, again, we met those, you know, through Francois, through, you know, through the, uh, the right club. So just, you know, an organization, there's so much knowledge there, um, you know, to lean on those resources. I think he just said right club just to get bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> and I should mention, when people are going to say, well, who's Francois and Jennifer? But there are people that actually work with us at the Right Club to help, you know, uh, Francois is our community advocate and he does all kinds of things and Jennifer's helping too. So um, that's where that comes in and they're both investors. So that really helps. Yep. So question number three, <laughs> what is the attribute that has made you most successful? Leanne, let's start with you. What, what, what would you say is one attribute? It makes me more, um, everybody around me would say that I'm stubborn. <laughs> Don't take no for an answer, stubborn. <laughs> I noticed Mike is not nodding and he's saying no comment because right? he's, yeah. he's going to go have dinner with you after. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. how about you, Mike? What's your, what's your greatest attribute? Um, probably I'm a knowledge seeker. So, you know what, if we're going to invest in a market, I'll, you know, I'll research it. I'll research it. I'll look into it. I'll reach out to people. I'll talk to them. I really like networking. So it's, uh, you know, when I want to research something, um, you know, I, I do my Google research, but then I'll reach out to people who are doing it and, you know, ask them the questions. So it's like a combination. Love that. Love that. Don't take no for an answer. The stubbornness on one side, getting all the information. Love that. What a great, great team. So uh, the last question, question number four of the lightning round on a typical Sunday morning, what are you guys up to? What are you doing? We're, well, aside from sleeping in, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's of course. <laughs> um, it, there's always where, you know, even if we're not in the office doing our do, doing and done board, um, we're always talking different real estate, different strategies. What do we have to do? What are we doing with our rentals? What are we, you know, there's, there's always talk. It's not necessarily in this office, but it's always on the brain and, you know, what are, you know, even Friday evening around the campfire and, you know, having a drink and saying, Hey, what's our, what's our goals? What's, what are we doing? And how are we mapping this out? And it, it's always there. It's always been talked about, but, and that's what I love. It's because we're such on the same page. It's like, how are we going to succeed and how are we going to 
say booyah to all those people that said you couldn't do it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love that. So for, for those uh, that are listening to, to the podcast, listening to today's show, how can they get out? Uh, how can they get in touch with you and reach out uh, to, to you guys? So my email is uh, pretty simple. Mike B Nicholson at yahoo.com. Uh, feel free to email me there. And then, uh, you know, I'm on Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, also with Facebook, we have our, our uh, Nicholson property investments um, on Facebook. And also on Instagram. Okay, that's great. Well, thank you very, very much. And um, it was a great conversation. And listen, you guys, happy spring. No snow. (laughs) Lots of more deals coming in. Um, That other people's uh, OPM is just going to flow in. (laughs) So have a great time. And we'll see you on the Right Club. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, Alfonso, there you have it. They were pretty new investors not that long ago, right? What, four short years ago? And look at what they've done now. They've got all kinds of, of properties. They've got four properties, seven doors. Um, you know, they brought up their first purchase was a, was a uh, fourplex. Most people, when they start out, only do, like, they, they, they go the more traditional route. Like, they do a, a single-family home. They jumped right in to a fourplex because they were looking at it. And, and, and as Leanne said, she just had this feeling that mm, something wasn't right with the J-O-B. So they did it. And when she left that job, then they were, they were covered. They had the cash flow to carry it through. Yeah, absolutely. A great husband and wife team that are working together, you know, really um, you know, uh, leaning on their own strengths, knowing where their weaknesses are, knowing who to bring in, when to bring in those power team members of, of helping them along the way in the journey and, and dealing with those things. That is the strength of, you know, being part of the right club, being a real estate investor, being an entrepreneur, right? The problem is not if they're going to come, it's when and how you deal with them and how your perception, how your view. And I know, Laurel, you're a big proponent of this, of making sure that why is strong enough. So that when you do get that first or second or third obstacle or that hurdle to overcome, your why is strong enough to propel you through that and push through and really enjoying and uh, the benefits of the hard work that you do put in. So um, amazing members of the community, really, really interesting uh, conversation with Mike and Leanne. So I think we'll wrap it up with that, Alfonso. Neil, my last words to, are to everyone. is like, go to therightclub.com. Sign up. Membership is free. Get in there. Look at the forums. There's all kinds of stuff to watch and, and read and listen to. So we'd love to see you. And uh, until next time, what do we say, Alfonso? Come grow with us. Thanks for listening to The Right Club Podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at therightclub.com, where the focus is about helping you grow. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks from your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.